The opinions expressed by Karen Scott Mims and the guests on this podcast are their own and do not reflect the opinions of this podcast platform. All statements and opinions expressed are based upon information that's considered reliable, although it should not be relied upon as such. Any statements or opinions are subject to change without notice. Investments involve risks and unless otherwise stated are not guaranteed. Past performance cannot be used as an indicator to determine future results. Any strategies mentioned may not be suitable for everyone. Information expressed does not take into account your specific situation or objectives and is not intended as a recommendation appropriate for you. Before acting on any information mentioned, please consult with a qualified tax or investment advisor whom you have specifically retained to determine if it's suitable for your specific situation. This podcast is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with regard to the subjects covered. Investment advisory services are offered through Brookstone Capital Management LLC, a registered investment advisor. BCM and Harbor Point Wealth Management are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. Income regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. Income regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance products and guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are not offered by Brookstone Capital Management. Most people simply ignore taxation through the four phases of your wealth. Instead of understanding the three tax buckets, you arrive at retirement with a huge 401k in the tax-deferred bucket and ignore the taxable and, most importantly, the tax-free bucket. How can the middle-class millionaire, average Joe and Jane, be so unprepared about how to protect their wealth using tax loopholes like the wealthy one percenters do? Easy. Welcome to the Tax Smart Tax Zero podcast. This is a show about tax free wealth. Financial advisors sell rate of return. Annuity salesmen sell what else? Annuities. And part time tax preparers sell a 1040 to submit on April 15th. But the real goal is to implement strategic tax planning. We invite you to take the journey and explore the path to the 0% tax bracket. It's time to divorce Uncle Sam from your wealth. And now, your host, noted tax attorney and private wealth strategist, Karen Scott Mims, Esquire. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Tax Smart Tax Zero, the path to the 0% tax bracket. I am your host, Karen Scott Mims. Thank you so much for joining us today. Well, we have an absolutely fabulous show for you today. Our show is entitled, Do I Pay Social Security Tax When I Retire? And when is the best time to draw Social Security? So, I will start by saying, you know, that Tax Smart Tax Zero is a podcast specifically designed for those who understand not only the role, but the benefit of tax planning and the absolute need to manage your wealth as a middle-class millionaire. Now, it's not sufficient to just follow status quo and treat your portfolio as a plan for the simple reason that it's not. A portfolio is not a plan. It's usually, by the way, a portfolio, the majority of which is sitting in a tax-deferred bucket, which automatically means that you have a silent partner, i.e. the IRS, who will become a not-so-silent partner um, as soon as you reach age 72 when those required minimum distributions start. They will commence, by the way, at some unknown tax rate over which you have no control and is dictated by a Congress of extremely wealthy individuals, we'll say, who raise revenue because they operate their business Um, i.e. the government, at a deficit on a regular and consistent basis. Yep, that is correct. They have written a check. They will continue to do so. 
in addition to the $20 trillion that we came to the beginning of 2020 with, they will um, make that even higher, quite frankly, um, by the $3 trillion and counting um, with another iteration of the CARES Act on a bank account that, by the way, has no money in it. Hmm. Well, it is for that very reason that I say it's not acceptable to continue to believe that mutual funds are your friend, especially when you know how tax inefficient they can be. I would just say at least acknowledge that when you are saving in your qualified employer plan, whether that is a 401k, 403b, TSP, thrift savings plan, if you're a federal government worker, or 457, understand that the investment choice offered is not coincidentally having nothing to do with the reduction in fee that's been offered to your employer by the custodian fidelity. And I would say it's no coincidence that there are an abundance of fidelity mutual funds that are coincidentally not offered as an investment choice. Worse yet, as a federal government employee, it has somehow already been decided that the world should only exist in the form of the Sesame Street alphabet, better known as CSIFG. Most of all, it's not sufficient that you continue to ignore the concept of tax and wealth optimization as well as the importance of true asset allocation. So yes, I mean that adding real estate investments in some form or fashion to the portfolio is necessary to not only diversify the asset allocation, but we also have to understand the concept of tax diversification. Well, another episode of Tax Smart Tax Zero. This is podcast episode entitled, Do I Pay Social Security Tax When I Retire? And when is the best time to draw Social Security? So with that being said, let's focus for a moment on this asset class that you have heard of, but probably don't view it as such. And that is Social Security. So while Social Security doesn't provide for a definite quantifiable lump sum walkaway benefit, um, if you ever engaged in income planning, you know that one of the questions that we ask, question number one, how much does your lifestyle cost? And then question number two, what percentage is going to be sustained by a guaranteed source of income, right? Typically pension and social security. So social security, by the way, is both guaranteed, right? And unlike the pension, it does have an inflation adjustment feature, i.e. the COLA. But most of the time, I'll say that when we are talking about Social Security, we are particularly doing it in either of two phases of your wealth. Now, we understand there are four phases of your wealth, wealth accumulation, wealth preservation, wealth distribution, and wealth transfer. But for Social Security purposes, I would say that typically people are talking about Social Security the tax versus the benefit. So the tax social security is typically what you think of in the wealth accumulation stage. Social security, the benefit is typically what you think about in the wealth distribution stage. So clearly in the wealth accumulation stage, social security is a payroll tax. So it is payroll tax. Um, Social security has already been defined and designated that it is going to be paid through this dedicated payroll tax. That, by the way, is 6.2% if you are on the employee side. If you are, by the way, on the employer side, you are paying the 6.2%. 
And if you are a 1099 employee, if you are a business owner yourself and you are both the business owner and the employee, then you obviously are as a self-employed business owner paying both parts of that, i.e. 12.4%. But let's be clear, Social Security is only paid up to a certain amount of wages, right? So if you have earned income that is beyond $137,700, then there is no more Social Security as a payroll tax to be paid. But I think the real thing that we want to focus on is the whole idea of the distribution phase. So if we talk about Social Security, the benefit, that's where I think we get a real opportunity to talk about the idea of tax and wealth optimization as it applies to Social Security. So I always like to say that there are three distinct layers that I would like us to be aware of. So the first layer, we are focused on how do we maximize the dollar amount of benefit over a lifetime. That's gonna be based on making assumptions about life expectancies, but using a definite benefit amount, which we get from our social security statement, um, but also deciding whether or not we're gonna use our own benefit our benefit as a widow or widower, our benefit as a divorced person, our spousal benefit, right? So all of those kind of decisions. And so clearly further complicated by all these different claiming strategies, trying to quantify, but that's a report that we actually put together. So we kind of put a report together that identifies this is going to be your best claiming strategy. This is the benefit you need to claim. This is when you need to claim it. This is if you even want to switch between benefits, this was the best strategy because this first layer is all about maximizing the dollar amount of the benefit. But there are two more layers, as you can imagine. So in the second layer, we're talking about tax efficient withdrawal strategies. So we are in particular talking about how to minimize or eliminate taxation on the benefit itself. So we all understand that Social Security is subject to the first type of income taxation, i.e. ordinary income rates. They are, what are ordinary income rates? Well, for 2020, they are 10, 12, 22, 24, 32, 35, and 37%. So Social Security, bear with me, is a benefit of which either 0%, 50%, or 85% of it can be taxed, right? And again, as I said a few minutes ago, taxed at ordinary income tax rates, right? So let me give you an example. What if we have average Joe and Jane, they plan to retire, they have a million dollars in their TSP or IRA account. And so question number one, is it more tax efficient? And by the way, what if they plan to retire at age 62? So question number one becomes, is it more tax efficient to start Social Security at age 62 and let their tax deferred funds grow and access them only, right, when they have to take RMDs at age 72? What does that look like? Which of those produces the least amount of taxation? Or question number two, is it more tax efficient to access the tax deferred funds first, maybe even convert them to tax-free funds? How much does that cost? And then save the Social Security, i.e. you're not going to take the Social Security benefit until age 70. So I like to say that these are smart questions. By the way, questions that I just asked, right, 
it's a two-pronged test, right? So when we're talking about minimizing taxation on Social Security benefits, it's a two-pronged test. We're talking about the other kinds of income that you might have, right? And how much of that other income that you have as well. So once again, I said it's a smart question, meaning that we have to have a strategy after we've done the math and analysis so that it, when you're retired, you are in a tax favored status. Again, this is a second report that as a tax attorney, right, my role is to do that type of analysis um, as a tax attorney and private wealth strategist that's going to allow you to take that report, right, along with our analysis and to make an informed decision about your social security. So we are podcast episode number 19, Tax Smart Tax Zero, the path to the 0% tax bracket. We are, of course, talking about the first two layers of Social Security, but I have to say there's a third layer. So the third layer, we kind of ask the question, is there a strategy that could also right, be available to us that we could apply that would really be savvy, right? that it would actually provide a tax savvy solution to an issue that we need to resolve? Yeah, the answer is likely yes. And so in the second half of the show, I am going to spend some time to educate you, to explore and empower you through an example. I will say to you, if you are age 55 or older, if you are ready to become a member of the Tax Smart Tax Zero community, you can certainly give us a call. The number is 866-621-6660. You can visit our website. Our website is taxsmarttaxzero.com. Um, we have certainly encouraged lots of things on our YouTube channel. I encourage you to view our YouTube channel. We have some vlogs on there. We have some videos that will further educate you. And we try to post those um, as much as possible. And then I will say, you are always welcome um, to have a live session of Ask Tax ESQ for your organization or group. Once again, you can get in contact with us at 866-621-6660. And I will say, we have an awful lot of you who I understand are real estate investors. And so I am proud to say that um, later this fall, we are going to debut the blog um, known as the Passive Income Princess. And so we're going to talk about everything related. You want to buy real estate, you want to sell real estate. We're going to talk about depreciation. We'll talk about depreciation recapture. We'll talk about forming the LLC to hold title. What happens if you want to have a revocable trust? What if you want to have a charitable trust, right? How do we use real estate um, for that feature? How do we go about conquering capital gains when it comes to real estate? So all of that we're going to discuss. And by the way, if you are now just wondering who I am, I shall repeat it. My name is Karen Scott Mims, tax attorney, registered investment advisor, representative, estate planner, accountant, and certainly my favorite role as private wealth and tax strategist. And you are listening to podcast episode number 19 of Tax Smart Tax Zero. Our podcast title for today is Do I Pay Social Security Tax When I Retire? And when is the best time to draw Social Security? So we have a lot of information that we're going to share in that second half of the show. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. It used to be easy to create a retirement strategy. 
Work 40 years? Save money? Live off that money for a few years during retirement? Things have changed. For many retirees, reliable income is a lot harder to come by. We're living longer than ever, so that chunk of retirement money now needs to last till 85, 90, even 100. Don't go it alone. Call Karen Scott Mims at Harbor Point Wealth Management. Harbor Point Wealth Management offers no obligation retirement income strategy sessions. Karen's team will dig into your unique situation and, if possible, design a custom strategy to help generate the supplemental retirement income you need. Call Harbor Point Wealth Management right now to schedule your retirement income strategy session. 866-621-6660. That's 866-621-6660. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC a registered investment advisor. BCM and Harbor Point Wealth Management are independent of each other. Welcome back to the Tax Smart Tax Zero podcast. And now your host, noted tax attorney and private wealth strategist, Karen Scott Mims, Esquire. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the second half of Tax Smart Tax Zero, the path to the 0% tax bracket. I am your host, Karen Scott Mims, affectionately known as your tax ESQ. And I am so thankful that you have joined us for the second half of the show. You know, our theme for today is, right, two questions. Do I pay Social Security tax when I retire? And when is the best time to draw Social Security? But you also know that in the second half of the show, you know, we like to call this tax liabilities and loopholes. Our goal is simple. We want to divorce and disinherit the IRS as the true beneficiary, um, the primary beneficiary, I dare say, of your 401k, 403b, TSP, Thrift Savings Plan, if you're a federal government employee or IRA. So tax-free wealth is what we want for your assets. And a 0% tax bracket is what we would like to see on that 1040. It is the concept, quite frankly, of tax and wealth optimization. And so for the first half of the show, you know that we talked and had a conversation um, about tax and wealth optimization, specifically as we related it to Social Security. And we said that we were taking this three-layer approach, right? So the first layer, we were trying to maximize the dollar amount of your lifetime Social Security benefits. We said that that was going to be based on the claiming strategy, the life expectancy, and the dollar amount. And we had a report that would identify that for you, which is, again, yours for the taking. Our number, of course, is 866-621-6660. Second thing that we talked about, the second layer, was the whole idea of a tax-efficient withdrawal strategy and the idea of avoiding taxation of the benefits, since we understand that um, the benefits are either, right, 0% of them, 50%, or 85% of the benefits are taxable, and they're taxed, once again, at ordinary income tax rates, which are the highest. And by the way, they are set to go even higher because we all understand that come December 31st, 2025, the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act is going to sunset. Even before then, the Biden tax plan may become reality or simply because, quite frankly, you cannot carry a $22 trillion deficit and keep increasing it. And of course, the wealthy 1% in Congress have already decided that they are going to continue to write checks that the middle class 
should be the ones that actually pay since there is no money in the bank account, but that's okay. We might not have any money in the bank account, but we absolutely have the middle class and we have access to their tax deferred money, either in the form of the 401k, the 403b, the TSP, or IRAs. And so that is what the wealthy one percenters in Congress, that's what we've decided. So we talked about the first and second layer. The third layer, though, we said was the whole idea of being smart, right? Um, Identifying other sections of the tax code, right? Going beyond the one section that we'd like to focus on, i.e. 401k, um, going beyond that and understanding how to either use the code, right? Other sections of the code, or better yet, my favorite, to use a loophole that is still available to us for our benefit. So with that being said, I am going to introduce you right now to Sam and Susie and their next door neighbors, Average Joe and Jane, four of my favorite middle-class millionaires. And so Sam and Susie are federal government employees. They have a million dollars of tax-deferred money. 800,000 of that is in the Thrift Savings Plan or the TSP. The other 200,000 is in a traditional IRA. When I look on their balance sheet, they also have a primary residence of 600,000 with debt service of 570,000. But what's interesting is that they have told to me that they have decided that over the next two years, they want to actually buy three rental properties. And so the primary goal is certainly capital appreciation. Um, They also, though, will not be unhappy if there's positive cash flow and they can use that rental income during the period, right, for their benefit. Um, A little bit of confusion because Sam says that after a 10-year period, he wants to sell all of those. Susie says um, that she instead wants to keep them. She is hoping to take advantage of the step-up in basis um, and use them as an inheritance for the two children. Hmm. Okay, so we will eventually resolve that. But what's really interesting is that even before they start the process of searching for the perfect property, they hear about a seller who is trying to unload a property that has a fair market value of $500,000. Yep, he's trying to unload it for $100,000. And in particular, he just wants $20,000 to hold the deal. Oh my, too good to be true, right? The deal of a lifetime and a wonderful opportunity. But Sam and Susie literally have only those two accounts. So to withdraw from either would certainly be a taxable event. And certainly we know how much the TSP holds you hostage to your own funds. And Sam sees no other choice but to access the IRA account. So it's such a shame because if only he hadn't loaned that $20,000 to his brother-in-law, who of course has promised to pay him back in 30 days, it wouldn't be a problem. And so I look at Sam and Susie. And for me, as a private wealth and tax strategist, Sam and Susie tell me all of this and I listen carefully and closely. And in my mind, the strategy, the math, the analysis is so clear. I pull out their net worth statement and all of the reports we created for them under their tax efficient retirement plan. And I ask them if we could just for a moment talk about Social Security as an asset class for just a minute. I can see the puzzled look on his face, right? But I ask him, kind of, as your tax attorney and private wealth strategist, can you just bear with me for a second? And so at this point, Sam reminds me that he and Susie have already decided that they are going to wait until age 70 
before taking their Social Security benefits. He says, Karen, I thought we had already talked about that. And so Sam and Susie are under the FERS system, by the way, not CSRS. So that's how, as federal government employees, right, they um, actually have a Social Security benefit. But I'll make a long story short. And I'll say that we utilized a tax loophole that wasn't closed by the Bipartisan Budget Act of 2015. And so thus, we were able to have Sam and Susie each file for their benefit, receive six months of retroactive benefit in the form of a lump sum, and then utilize this for the down payment on the rental property deal. Now, let's be clear. When the deal was completed, we simply suspended the benefit It allowed them to restart the deferral period and to allow them to keep earning the 8% per year earn until turning age 70. And then at age 70, we are going to resume the benefits and that's what we're going to do. Everything is going to work out. And so, wow, that's exactly what we did. Okay, so I thought it was great. Sam and Susie were absolutely ecstatic, didn't even care that the brother-in-law didn't pay him back at day 30, but that's okay, right? We were able to, again, take the third layer of what I call going past, like I know it's important that we understand how to maximize the dollar amount of benefit during our lifetime. I know it's important to understand how do we not pay taxes, but this third layer, this third layer that I'm talking about, it is exactly what a tax attorney and a private wealth strategist does. We understand how to use our smart system and of course smart strategy, right, after we've done the math and analysis in retirement to make you in a tax favorite status. And so in this case, that's exactly what we did. Once again, Sam and Susie were very happy. But here's the funny part. About four weeks later, I receive a call from Average Joe and Jane. Now, Average Joe and Jane, they say to me, that the plan has backfired. And so they've discovered that while they were able to receive the retroactive funds, they are not able to now stop the benefit and restart it at age 70. So I'll say this. My response has a couple of different parts. Number one, it illustrates the fact that tax planning and wealth strategies are particularly based on your individual circumstances. Number two, I don't represent um, average Joe and Jane. Number three, because you overhear something, because you research it on Google or read it in a magazine article or hear it from your circle of friends, it does not make you a tax attorney. It does not make you capable of exercising and doing what a private tax and wealth strategist can do. I always like to look at it like this. Everyone plays golf, but rich people pay tax attorneys and middle class people pay taxes. But thank goodness, Sam and Susie realized that their days of being do-it-yourselfers are over. They were able to understand the value of professional expertise, education, and that led them to empowerment. Well, you are listening to podcast episode number 19, Tax Smart Tax Zero, The Path to the 0% Tax Bracket. I am your host, Karen Scott Mims, tax attorney, registered investment advisor representative, accountant, estate planner, and certainly my favorite role, private wealth and tax strategist. So 
Our episode today was entitled, Do I Pay Social Security Tax When I Retire? And When is the Best Time to Draw Social Security? We talked about two different reports. Report number one is how to maximize the amount of lifetime income. Report number two is how to minimize the amount of taxation. And then, of course, we talked about the third layer about implementing tax savvy solutions. And so let me be clear. When you are retired and no longer receiving earned income, taxation of your Social Security, the benefit is dependent on what other type of income you have and how much of it do you have. And so one of the very things that we seek to do with tax planning is to ask the question, what assets are we going to show on the 1040 and what assets are we going to show on the 1040 along with the Social Security income? Because I will say to you, it's a very different scenario if you have a million dollars of tax deferred funds, either in the TSP and or traditional IRA, then you have to, from those funds, you are going to have to take requirement of distributions. And so they are going to go on the tax return. What if you have a taxable account? All of that is going on the tax return. And so again, that's an example of do I pay tax on Social Security when I retire? Well, you're not paying the payroll tax anymore, but whether you pay tax on the benefit is once again going to be dependent on what type of assets that you have, how they are structured, how much of those assets you have, and whether or not they are actually being shown on the tax return. Because I can tell you right now, one of the reasons why we engage in tax planning not only for tax diversification, but so that we have our funds allocated in the right buckets. Do you not understand that if we had that same million dollars in a Roth IRA account, then would it make a difference? Well, absolutely. Because if we have our funds structured such that they are in a tax-free status, so a million dollars, but it's in a tax-free status, that is money that is not going to go on the tax return. So literally, we could have a scenario in which average Joe and Jane have a million dollars of tax-free income. Their only other income is from Social Security. And quite frankly, they would still pay zero right taxation on their Social Security. Well, I know it's a lot to digest, but I hope this has been helpful. Of course, you have been listening to another episode of Tax Smart Tax Zero, the path to the 0% tax bracket. I am your host, Karen Scott Mims, tax attorney, registered investment advisor, representative, accountant, estate planner, and certainly my favorite role, private wealth and tax strategist. So I will say to you in the last few minutes that we have left, my number, of course, is 866-621-6660. Again, that number is 866 621-6660. I encourage you to visit our website, taxsmarttaxzero.com. Certainly feel free to go to our YouTube channel. Like I said, I am going to be posting various things up there. All of them are designed, of course, to educate you and to keep you informed. If you ever feel that you'd like to have a live session of Ask Tax ESQ for your organization or group, let us know. And as I said before, I am so very proud that later this fall, we are going to debut our blog, which is called The Passive Income Princess. This would be an excellent time, right, to work together to solve the evolving multi-generational tax, estate, philanthropic, and wealth planning needs for you and your family. And you can do that. The number is 866-621-6660. 
Thank you so much for joining us. Barbara, if you've joined us, get back to work. This concludes another episode of the Tax Smart Tax Zero podcast. Get ready to create tax-free wealth and start on the path to the 0% tax bracket. To receive your TaxSmart Tax Zero Toolkit, you can reach us by telephone at 866-621-6660 or text the word TAX to 301-900-5758 or send an email to tax at taxsmarttaxzero.com. Want to attend our virtual seminar, Guide to Tax Minimization, Estate Planning, and Passive Real Estate Income? Text the word SEMINAR to 301-900-5758. Send an email to seminar at taxmarttaxzero.com and we'll register you and also keep you updated of all future virtual seminar dates and times. Don't forget to visit taxmarttaxzero.com and on our YouTube channel. There, you can like us and subscribe to learn more about our tax study group, Zero is My Hero, or attend our upcoming webinars. Follow us on Facebook, and as always, sign up for our monthly tax newsletter and divorce Uncle Sam as the primary beneficiary of your wealth. Join us next week for another episode of Tax Smart Tax Zero, the path to the 0% tax bracket. 